All right. Welcome back, everyone. So uh, this goes out by request. I have had people ask me to show how to do uh, to calculate residuals using Excel in my face to face classes and my live classes. We do a lot of, you know, by hand, finding the residuals by hand. Um, touch of a button in Excel if you're using the Megastat add-in, which is really nice. Um, but I also wanted to talk about um, how to create a residual plot using Excel. Um, in some of my other videos, we do it on a graphing calculator. Uh, and then what the residual plot can reveal or what it can tell you about your data. So no context here, folks. Uh, we just have, so we have our X data, our explanatory variable, and our Y, our response variable. Remember, we're treating these as, as ordered pairs. Uh, and first thing we want to do is investigate the strength and direction of the association. And you know, if we even believe that it's a linear association. So we'll we'll start off with the linear model and uh, take a look at a scatter plot. All right, let's go there. So we'll go to add-ins, megastat. We'll go to pretty self-explanatory. We'll go to correlation and regression. We'll hit scatter plot. Uh, you just tell it what you want to be on your x-axis, which is your explanatory variable, and what you want to be on your, on your vertical axis, your y-axis, by highlighting. You can title it if you want. I'm just going to go ahead and hit OK. Ignore that message. And voila. So I'm going to zoom that just so you can see that a little better. All right. So what we see there is, well, we see R squared for starters. So that's your coefficient of determination. But, you know, if R squared is that strong, then you know that R is even stronger, right? So R is the square root of that number. Um, notice that it's also spitting out the least squares regression line, the y equals mx plus b, right? So up until this point, we've said, and actually let me go ahead off, off on the side, I'm going to use my, my calculator to hit the square root of 0.8375. And so, like I said, the correlation coefficient r would be even stronger, be about 0.915. So what's misleading is you say, oh, okay, strong positive association, R is strong, the linear model is good, right? We've never questioned that. Uh, but now what we wanna do is say, well, let's get the residuals and see what a residual plot can reveal. And long story short, the residual plot is really good for revealing, is there a better model out there, right? And so if long, if your if your residual plot reveals a pattern, like I'm just making this up, but let's say a sinusoidal pattern, then that would reveal to the reader that a trigonometric model is better. Or if your residual plot ends up revealing like an upside down or a right side up parabola, then that would reveal to the reader or the researcher that perhaps a quadratic model is better. So uh, let's take a look. So I'm going to go back to the data. And it's like, wouldn't it be nice if we could get Excel to produce the residuals so that we wouldn't have to by hand store in X into the model and crunch it out the way we were doing in class. I will talk about that a little bit at the end as well. And it will. So we go to Megastat. We go back to correlation and regression. We go down to regression analysis. Go down there. Okay. And... Um, Similar, I already have it highlighted. So you would highlight your X variables and your Y variables. Um, and then down here, you have a lot of options. Um, 
I'm just going to tell it to give me the residuals. It does say plot residuals by observation. Um, if yours is work, mine just happens to not be working when I do that. I have a little glitch that I need to fix, but you can, I'm just going to get the residuals and make the plot myself. So hit output residuals, hit OK. And I'm going to scooch that scatter plot over. All right. So what it did, and you can see here, it's got the Y values, it's got the predicted Y values. And then let's see if it'll let me write on here. Just recall, just recall that the very definition of a residual, right, is Y minus Y hat, meaning you're observed. So these were your observed, your original observed values of Y um, minus your, and these are your predicted values of Y that you would get by subbing the X values, the respective X values into the into the Y equals MX plus B. So again, just bringing that back to the front burner, we do a lot of that in the live classes, taking observed minus predicted values of Ys by hand. But what we're gonna do, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, that's the very, addition, very definition of a residual. Let me add that there, okay? But what we're gonna do is, I'm gonna hit clear ink. Just wanted to note that. I'm gonna go ahead and just highlight all those residuals. Control C, copy, paste, paste, paste those residuals right here. Okay. Now the very definition of a residual plot is your X variables, your explanatory variable um, on the X axis. It's a scatter plot uh, with your uh, residuals on the Y axis. Okay. So let's go back into Megastat. Let's go to scatter plot correlation and regression, scatter plot. But now let's tell it on the horizontal axis, you know, we want the X variables. But this time on the vertical axis, on the Y axis, we want the residuals, right? So we want the X variables up against the residuals and see what that reveals. Hit OK. Ignore that message. <laughs> and aha. That, my friends, is a parabola, right? <laughs> Meaning, so the first question I want to ask, and I'm going to write on this, okay? Let's see if it'll let me highlight here. I'm going to do this in yellow. G, we see this sort of parabolic motion, right? So the first thing I want to ask myself is, you know, are my residuals patternless? Meaning no pattern, or are they revealing a pattern? Well, they're clearly revealing a pattern. So... Sometimes they'll say, like in our homework, they'll say, comment on the appropriateness of using the linear model for this data. So what I want to say is, now that we see the residual plot, we actually say the linear model is inappropriate. How come? Because we see patterned residuals. And in fact, uh, in fact, if we were going deeper in the course, uh, it's outside of the scope of the course, but if we're going a little deeper, we, this reveals that a parabolic, aka a quadratic regression rather than a linear regression would be better. Um, quadratic regression would be better, meaning produce an even stronger R-squared coefficient of determination. 
Um, and so you can just, I want you to just open your mind to the fact that there's a course called mathematical modeling and you want to choose the best model for your data based off of how strong that R squared is. And so if I was in a course such as that, I would say, oh, well, since the residuals are revealing a, a parabola, the quadratic model will actually uh, be better than a linear model. Um, for, to use the linear model, your residuals are supposed to be completely patternless, so erratic and say, you know, scattered about the plane. Um, so, all right, we are going to hang it there for today. <laughs> I hope that helped a little bit. Um, I do have another podcast that shows how to get residuals and a residual plot on your graphing calculator. Um, I will say that it's it's definitely easier to produce your residuals. I'm going to hit clear ink um, in Excel. All right. Hope that helps.